Hello foodies and welcome back to Foot in Review powered by footcoaching.com. We are TV Ultimate Team Podcast bringing you a podcast a whopping three times a week. Today it is March the 2nd. We are already in March and we are recording episode 70 from our fourth season making it a grand total of 390 episodes. Number 400 is closing in really soon. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped.com, but more about them later, but very much appreciate them sponsoring today's episode. And of course, last part of our housekeeping, check out twitch.tv slash footcoaching every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, where we record this show and stream it live and you can join in. And of course, a big thank you to our Patreon supporters, Amar and Reese in their Skybox owner tier for the huge support which keeps this show going and of course thank you for all the other supporters and if you want to support this show it is just a buck a week and or starts from a buck a week of course always able to donate more if you're into that um but go to patreon.com forward slash foot in review to support us today's show we are doing with a couple it is me my name is john olsen and it's foot coaching and I am joined by my partner in crime, the man from Madem, all the way from the beautiful Scotland in the Highlands. It is the teddy bear. It's Mr. Chris Grandpapa Mac. Hey, John. Great to be back on. I've missed being on the pod the last couple of weeks, so it's great to be back on, mate. It's very good to have you on. So this was supposed to be a solo show, I actually thought. Um, is there some kind of holiday going on in the UK, which I'm unaware of, Chris, today? I'm not aware of it, mate, to be honest with you, no. I had Pancake Tuesday uh, yesterday, so maybe people are suffering from that. Pancake <laughs> hangover. Pancake Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pancake Tuesday. That sounds something we need to introduce over here. I think my kids would love that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great day, mate. Unfortunately, I'm gluten-free, so I couldn't partake in it, but uh, a lot of people did. Strawberries, Nutella, as many pancakes as you could see, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Chris, uh, the reason why I was wondering is um, we had a whopping 17 people who couldn't come on tonight's show. <laughs> wow. Normally, we, normally I've got 17 in, uh, stacked up in line to be on the show, but it was a weird day getting this podcast together today. No, I don't know what it is there, mate. As I say, pancake hangover. That's what it is. Uh, I think that, that should be it, right? Uh, how are you doing the size at Chris? Okay, I'm uh, enjoying the game. Apart from, uh, is it Sterling? The one, the, the objectives where you play have six friendlies a day. Honestly, I, I don't know why. I keep meeting Skillers and uh, it's like uh, Accleton Stanley playing PSG at the moment. I'm absolutely getting a lot of doings. Uh, so I've kind of ditched that objective. And it was just really strange because in Rivals I played seven games last night. And uh, won five and drew two, but this the Sterling one is just unbelievably difficult. Yeah, I can very much imagine. So I have to be quite honest. I've the last time you heard me on the show was Friday when they announced this promo when we had the first deep dive into it, right? Mm-hmm. And I went in negative, quite honest. After the show, was quite positive. Like you know what? Actually, I can see the thing in this. Um. 
But I'm back into the negative zone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you exactly what my problem with this promo is, though, before you discuss the rest of the content, right? Uh-huh. So. No, definitely. But uh, I must admit, I like the promo. Did I once tell you I, I used to have a, a silver dollar, um, but my dog got hold of it. So now I have a Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's that's definitely gonna end into the highlight reel, right? This one. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> oh my! Now I so I ah, let me put it like I I sort of like this promo in the start, right? But mm-hmm. I've uh, the more I've been going into this weekend, the more I start to dislike it. So you know what? So playing with silvers is cool, right? I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these new silver cards, these fancy silver boosted cards, which just basically are just gold cards in my opinion and sometimes mm-hmm. very good gold cards as well about Rose for example right pretty cool card yeah of course he's silver but the problem for me is that um, these cards if you are like going into the swap objective for silvers going into the silver le- silver lounge these cards are now sort of um, obliged- they are required to have a standing chance in silvers now. Mm-hmm. And if I think the, the, the beauty about silver lounge, although I didn't play much, right? So I'm the least person to actually complain about this. But I think the beauty about silver lounge is quite honestly the fact that you're not playing with those super gold cards uh, or special cards and you can have a bounce off, a shot can miss, the goalkeeper misses, well, goalkeepers misses everywhere. doesn't matter if it's a gold, silver or icon card, but still. Um, but now... These silvers play like good or like special cards, which makes the whole idea of using a silver team sort for absolute for me. Because if I would mm-hmm. not run a silver team, I would just run my special teams. And now the difference is sort of smaller. So I'm in a boat like, you know what? If I ever want to do something with silvers in the coming FIFA season, I probably need to well, do these SPCs and grind these players to actually mm-hmm. be able to still keep doing that. On the other side, the um, the beauty about the whole silver playing with a silver team is lost when actually using these players. I don't know if that makes sense for you though. You're a real, you're far more silver player than I do, right? You're a silver. Yeah, I mean, at the start there was nothing better than rocking my silver MLS team. Um, you know, I got a real kick at the fact that the announcer was American, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd ask uh, fans who had won the the competition to go to guest services. I don't know if you've ever seen a guest services uh, at a football ground. I doubt very much. It's actually normally just reception. So I always gave me a kick that. So those those teams are now obsolete. I, I take on board what you're saying. I think the reason why John has probably come out today, hasn't it? Or maybe it was yesterday with the Foot Champions Plus. I think Wimby had talked about this, that this is probably going to come this way anyway. Um, it's uh, a 14-day promo. And I was going to ask you as well, it's it's win four foot champs and win six foot champions and then finally win eight foot champs, which gets you a pick each one. So sorry, a pick at four, a pick at six and a further pick at eight. Now, the fact that it's 14 days, am I right in thinking that may carry over two weekend leagues? Yes. So actually, you, you only really you only really need to win four each weekend if you're going to play weekend league. Um, so it's maybe not so difficult um, to do, but the problem is, is it doesn't say that you won't be playing 
uh, silver teams. I think you'd be playing everybody's God squad, Thanks. wouldn't you? I would imagine. Well, I'm certainly not going to play weekly league if, to change everything around. Or like mm-hmm. I so, and this is the, the this is the issue. And I think Daniel described this perfectly. Uh, well, both Daniel did, by the way, um, past Monday. The fact that if there's no separate mode to use these cards, it, you either play people that do and might be interesting, but I still think silver is silver with non-super silver cards is actually much more fun. Um, mm-hmm. But what happens if you play gold squad? Then your day is sort of like, you know what, mm, this feels weird. The other guy's like, oh, another silver squad, okay. The last time this happened, that's what Ingvi says last Friday, is just nobody used those silver sp- players. Everyone just like, you know what, that one pick, mm, leave, it, leave it be, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think all I'd say to people is that uh, you know, worst case scenario, if you if you do, you know, if you're you get your weekend league done quickly and say you want to go to nine or eleven, which a lot of people just stop at anyway. You know, if you go to win two games with a silver squad for the remaining games, you might be able to do it. You know, our good friend Tommy, I think he's listening at the moment. He's going to rock his silver squad uh, in this weekend league, and he's going to have Phil Jones as his captain. Uh, I think Phil Jones is a club legend for him at the moment. Um, yeah. And I also think as well, John, just to take back to what you said about the Silver Lounge, I think after this promo dies, there'll be the same people who played Silver Lounge every week. I don't think there'll be any new people coming in because there's no reason to use these cards after this promo, is there? Well, uh, objectives, right? Yeah, objectives. Who mm -hmm. says they don't uh, extend this for the next 14 days and 14 days after, 14 days after? But I think you know that I think they will. I mean, I would be surprised if they extend it quite that far. I'll be honest with you, because um, you know there's another one we've got as well. It's out tonight, and I know you're going to absolutely love this. Is Silver Beast Plus gets you an ultimate pack um, in squad battles or rivals. So if you're a good enough player, you can maybe do it in rivals, depending on where you are, uh, what league you're in. Um, I think the the it'll take you eight games minimum to do because you got to score eight finesse goals, and it will get you after the four. Um, objectives are completed you get an ultimate pack which seems fairly easy especially when you've got icon swaps going and a lot of silver players still available in squad battles so can we see you doing squad battles tonight or tomorrow yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no it ain't, it ain't happening um, hmm. so I'm not going to play squad battles I'm not going to do the silvers I'm boring that way right uh, yeah. and it's not that I didn't try this weekend but then I was it's okay hear me out I was playing with silvers and I liked mm-hmm. it. Then the next match, I was playing with silver against these gold silvers, if I call them, right? Those new players. Yeah. Like, this feels off. This feels weird. You know what? This feels unfair even a bit. Mm-hmm. So what happens now? They have to put out a lot of players to make teams look different. But if you're not into this hype or you miss this week, which is also an opportunity. Let's say you miss this week. Say you're on holiday, which actually in Netherlands it is a holiday week. Right, mm-hmm. so kids are all day. So many people are actually out the country. <laughs> you miss this week. You are unable to do anything in uh, silver in the coming period again because all the other silver teams will easily outgun you. Yeah, and that's the fact which I really don't don't like that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I take that on board, and it's just unfortunate for the people who are on holiday. Um, but I think it's something that's good for them, right? That they are on holiday. I mean, I, w- I, I, I would definitely just say, uh-huh. hey, I want to go on holiday and skip this whole weekend. <laughs> this whole, I, I'm fine with that. But I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, no, I get, I get that. And, and to, to be fair, I, I think to be fair, 
to to FIFA. It'd been easy just to do another generic promo, give it a fancy name, uh, have an Atal card or an Atal Sanchez card or any of the ones that they always just seem to put in. Um, this is something different, and we might see it get tweaked next year. You know, they might look at it and say they'd be going too hard, they put too many players in. I, I don't know, but uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see it, uh, it go into next year. I think it's been a real fun promo. There's a lot of nice cards out. Um, there's the uh, objective player Baker. He's uh, plays for Stoke. He's a central defensive midfielder, English. Uh, so he'll link to a lot of the cards, uh, decent as well. And then the Charlie Masonda card is out tonight as well. The Stokes uh, card a, is a five star weak foot, by the way. Five star weak foot, and that seems to be a thing that they've actually uh, put on two of the cards tonight. So I wonder if potentially foot birthday's not far away. I've no any uh, inside info there, but with five star, it is. You know, I would imagine foot birthday's not that far away. It's Friday. Uh, Friday is or oh, even better. Uh, Masonda card. Um, Charlie Masonda plays for Chelsea, right midfielder, uh, Belgian. Um, looks the youngest 25 year old you're ever likely to see. I don't think he's actually shaved in his life. If you actually see his, his uh, dynamic image, he looks about 13. I mean, I so do I, right? <laughs> you do actually, you could, you could, you could be in the same primary school. Yeah, exactly. Each other. <laughs> you know, same high school. Uh, I'm sure he still gets uh, asked for ID if he goes for a, a drink anywhere. Um, he looks a really good card though, 88 pace, all 80s bar, defensive and physical, 14,000 on the PlayStation and then a whopping 25 on Xbox, John, which is a, a weird price. Um, anything you see in that card that looks interesting to you or, you know, he's got five-star weak foot again, four-star skill moves. I mean, this looks a really fun card. Uh, yeah, but it's a right wing with mini, medium work rates, which is something I just usually just skip over, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's got pacing. It is just, I mean, ninety nine agility is pretty cool, yeah. right? On it, and a five star five weeks. Nothing wrong with this card, so to speak. Just not going to do it. But but L- what I do L- like about these cards, quite honestly, that the pricing on the, all these silvers is just neat, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No fancy stuff. Just twenty twenty k, twenty five k, thirty k max. Enjoy. Um, like I said, except the fact that they are silvers, I like everything else about it. Yeah, no, I mean as well as he's he's five foot eight, so he's he's relatively small. So he's a man who's five foot eight himself, and a lean body type. So he's going to be really agile, as you say, ninety nine agility, ninety three balance. Um, he's going to feel good on the ball with that five star weak foot and the four star skills. I think he's going to be real good fun to use. I think he's better yeah. than Hazard. In real, in real life, or <laughs> that I, I'm not going to go into that discussion. Ex Chelsea legend Hazard, so Masonda as well. So I know somebody like Nick, he'll be delighted. I think he likes to rock a past and present Chelsea team as well. Yeah, and he got a um, great Jason. Uh, how's it called? Mount Cart uh, two weeks yeah, ago. So uh, he's card. still recovering from that one. So this one might make up for that. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, good fun cards, John. And there's a lot in there. If you haven't actually done anything. Um, there's loads of cards to play for in the Silver Lounge this week now. And even if there's ones tomorrow, if you play tomorrow, I don't think you're going to miss out on any cards. And likewise, squad battles. I know John's not a big fav- fan of them, but uh, worth doing. You pick up a load of cards and a load of packs as well. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of squad battles. Never mind. Not going, there. <laughs> not going in there. I do have to say one thing, though, about squad battles. I know people think I'm very negative about squad battles and stuff, right? 
Mm-hmm. But if you want to practice something, that's your foot coaching tip of the day, right? Say you want to yes. run, use you want to practice on dynamic runs or stuff like that. Then put that legendary mode on. Uh, make sure they move like the AI, like the the real players do in real life. And the AI on legendary mode is actually a really cool way of practicing certain things in this game. Because the AI, I know people are sometimes negative about this, but playing against that that AI does actually feel like playing against a player. So if it would if I would play squad battles, I think that's a really cool way to do it. The only downside of it, it all these objectives require wins, etc. for this. So mm-hmm. there's no way I'm gonna do it on on that level for getting these objectives done. Uh but still a little bit of highlight there if you want to practice like dynamic run screen time finesse or green time shot stuff like that. It's actually a pretty cool mode to try it in, uh, and it will mimic like a pretty cool opponents for your in real life without having that pressure. Mm-hmm. No, I, I must admit, John, I never go anywhere near legendary. I'm not a good enough player to play that. I try and get squad battles. I mean, I'd say I'm also just good, saying this for the people listening, right? Yeah, now. no, definitely. <laughs> and if if you want as well as you know, you could listen to the podcast when you're doing your squad battles and they. You know, score a few goals and listen to us guys chatting away. Yeah, it says, I think it helps with focus. No, not really, but you should just listen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chris, we have a team of the week as well, I think, right? Yeah, and uh, we moved from silver straight to gold. This is golden, isn't it? If your luck is in. Is it? Uh, A 3.5 million uh, coin team on the PlayStation 3.2. And four million on the PC, and I think it's dominated by one player, isn't it? Ninety-three rated uh, Mbappe. I think we've got to start with the best, haven't we? Because that is the one that most people focus on. Yeah, decent score. Um, yeah, He's I right. mean it's just, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean tremendous. Especially if you've got the uh, headliners card. I'm sure does he not get a increase as yes, well with that? Yes. So if you've got that headliners card, you'll be absolutely delighted. I mean, there's no much you can say about it. This card is 93 rated. It's two point, just short of 3 million, um, which I suppose is a lot of coins, um, but still less than the, uh, as you imagine, the team of the year and also the headliners card. I mean, uh, all the Mbappé cards are worth it, period. Yeah. I mean, so, he just fits the game, doesn't he? He just does. He just does that. But there's nothing really about that you'd say is negative. Five-star skill moves, four-star weak foot. Yeah, okay, five-star weak foot would be ideal, but uh, it just seems... But then he would... Be really, really, really unaffordable. Yeah, I mean, it'd be impossible. But hopefully, you know, if you're playing, um, you know, and again, if you're playing team of the, uh, you know, sorry, weekend league, and you get an extra pick using your silver cards and he comes up, then absolutely, be absolutely delighted. Uh, I don't think there's much more we can say really on that card, John. I think the other one to look at is uh, Dembele, which if you'd looked at uh, January, surprising he's actually been in two weeks, he was meant to be leaving. Five star, five star as always. Uh, 85 rated, uh, right winger, French. Uh, I think the fact he's in La Liga, as long as he's French, I don't think it really matters, does it? Um, another great card as well. Is there anything you could say about that one, John? I mean, pretty cheap, quite honestly. I think so. I think so. Do you think maybe the ratings made him so cheap, the 85 part of it? No, I can't Do imagine because you... his 83 used to be very expensive at the start of mm-hmm. the game as well. I think people are just done with La Liga or something. But he's French. I th- 
So I, 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 I honestly, I'm looking at this card like, yeah, okay, his shooting absolutely sucks. Period, right? Mm-hmm. But find another five-star, five-star. Easily linkable. Yep. There aren't that many, right? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind getting this card in a red pick at all. I mean, right sided winger. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter what side he plays on. He's five star, weak foot, does he's it? He's also left footed as well. So. Left footed as well. So, I don't think it really matters. Does it either side he plays on? We've been five star. No, so um, uh, and there's another French winger as well in this team. And the Abbey. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right sided again as yeah, well. He's a two star weak foot, so he can, two star he can just foot. barely stand on that foot. Five foot seven, though, John. So, I mean, he's going to be, he's like yeah, the other person who's in here is in senior. He's uh, smaller than me. That doesn't happen often. Uh, he's actually he's actually taller by three inches than Insignia, who's five foot four. Um, Insignia, who we thought was going to the MLS. I take it he's not went yet then, John, to the MLS. He's still playing for Napoli at the moment. I don't, I don't, don't watch for Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> don't, if I don't necessarily have to, I won't. Um, but I thought he would left, but I don't think it's actually done deal yet or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was going to the MLS. Um, so again, he is. So the Diaby card is forty five thousand. But again, your nah, your comp- just forget about yeah, Diaby. Two star weak foot is going to hurt, uh, isn't it? Also high low. No, I just just if, uh, no, just no. So really fast though. So mm-hmm. if you need somebody to actually have no, I've got no situation where this card is actually viable. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it's two, it's two stuff. <laughs> weak foot kills him that from that point of view. We've got Sula of Bayern, but again, unless you've got the card that Tommy's got, the one that was the uh, showdown one, I think he's uh, got fifty acceleration. Uh, he he's a lower, tank. Yeah, he's slower than Van Dijk. I wouldn't bother yeah. too much. He he is a tank in game, uh, and the only again the only the other two cards I've maybe mentioned because you are a a Serie A fan is uh, Simeone. Uh, he's had a must be a really good season. He's had a uh, he had a couple of special cards out. He's eighty six, twenty five k, and then a good friend, Mister Insignia. Uh, I do love that card. He's uh, an eighty seven rated left midfielder, four star, four star, thirty three k, and he's always plays great in game. Uh, a super sub. I think uh, this is the thing still with Team of the Week, right? There's two really cool cards. But one is, no, let me put that. There's just one mega, big, really cool, awesome card. Mm-hmm. Then there's Dembele, and then there's the rest. Yeah. And then, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, that's it, right? I mean, there's a Silver Star player there for everyone who still play that. But I mean, 67 pace, John, uh, plays for Vitesse. So, I mean, Eredivisie, it's not really been. I wouldn't you know. do it, but hey. <laughs> no. I mean, another card I think would be of interest to people is uh, the Zaha card. 84 left wing, but again, a three-star weak foot, five-star skills if you're a skiller, potentially. Uh, if you packed him, you'd be quite happy. Um, but everything else, I would say, all I would say to people is, um, if you can get any of these cards, 83, 84 and above, for near discard or slightly less, they're quite good investments. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the tip of the day, right? Get these cards nice and early tomorrow morning. Go from yeah. there. Yeah, someone like um, Boomgartner. Ah, uh, Van uh, Aalholt, maybe. Left winger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
anyone rate it. But I, I think, yeah, like uh, uh, Sushek. Sushek. Uh, 84 rated, 13k. Mm. Yep. Definitely police looking into. Police again, Brazilian centre-back, plays for Valencia. You know, just have a look, guys. Decent league, decent nation. And uh, either a centre-back or maybe central midfielder because there always will be some of that, that sort of position in the, if there's any SPCs that come out. Which is the card um, people going to pull this week on the red picks the most? Bella. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just it's going to be Vela, yeah. I was also thinking, I keep backing him, the 83 version. I'm sick of seeing his face. It's going to be the Do first week where I'm not constantly going to hate on Vela because I'm probably not going to back this one. <laughs> yeah, but I think Vela. No, I think the Lodi card, left midfielder. It's a shame he's not a left back. Um, again, for Atletico Madrid, 87 pace. This really depends what objectives come out, doesn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, but still, three-star weak foot. I wouldn't yep. be. I want. I like. There's. You want Mbappe. That's why people will play this week at league. Um, if you manage to get a red pick, um, with luck you get Mbappe. If you get top two hundred or like the mm-hmm. the old twin wins, you won't get him. So <laughs> go try it. Um, I hope I pack him tomorrow though. Reward day. Yeah. You never well, know. Well, I do know, but you cannot. Uh, need to keep hope, right? Definitely. Mbappe's incoming for everybody. Let's be positive. Definitely. Uh, generally speaking, a better team of the week than we had for a while. Although last week wasn't too bad either. No, it was decent. Last week was actually decent. I think there was three decent cards in there. Um, I managed to get the Sancho one, but again, he'll probably just go into uh, some SBC sometime soon. Yeah. So we're not going to go into food birthday yet until uh, Ingvi is returned on Friday and actually hope to follow the promo is there. So we're going to take a deep dive into that when it happens. We do have some sent-in questions for us, uh, Chris. Oh, cool. Are you ready for that? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, so I uh, put up a pretty um, big but sort of ugly um, overlay now. <laughs> if you're watching the stream, I am sorry but it, it's all coming from good intentions. Um, Wimby asks, Wimby, you know any Wimby? I don't know Wimby. Of course, it's our dear friend of the show, our super host, Daniel Host on Monday Show. Go check him out, Wimby, on Twitter. Uh, he says, your thoughts on crossplay and should the markets also be mixed together? Chris, your thoughts on crossplay? It's been rumored, or actually, it has been... The rumors say they are going to have crossplay. There's one journalist that put it out. I'm going to put it out there that the site who put it out is not my favorite, trust, most trustworthy source. So I would take it with a grain of salt. And this mm. was the same rumor last year, which, hey, we still don't have it. Um, but what would you think if crossplay would happen, Chris? I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. It means the guys like myself could play Wimby or yourself, John, who are mostly Xbox players. Or Tommy as well, you know that that would be the fun thing for us, especially in the Discord. I'd like to see crossplay and potentially three v three or four v four. I think somebody like our Discord would have an absolute ball uh, with that sort of thing. For sure, should the markets be mixed together? Um, it's a difficult one. It just really depends on the system, doesn't it? If they can able to do that, if you have crossplay, I think the market should be mixed. Then you don't want to have a situation like we've got exactly, with the, yeah. the Masonda card, where I think it's almost twice the price on the Xboxes on the PlayStation. And um, there's something funny there. It could just be the, the solutions have been put in, but yeah, definitely has to be mixed. Yeah, 
Uh, before we dive into it, uh, Andy says in chat, Team of the Week has become SPC tokens now apart from the Elite 4 or 5 players. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think we all agree. Yeah, he's absolutely there. Uh, but yeah, my thoughts on crossplay is I would love to be happening. I don't see it happening because of the exclusiveness for the PlayStation tournament side. If they are going to announce it, it will be after the competitive season, so it will be end of May. I can't see them in, uh, promoting crossplay before actually the competitive scene has ended while PlayStation has an exclusive agreement with them on the competitive side um ea has not commented on this side either my i think the techniques are there right we've seen it it is the same engine as used in battlefront which is crossplay so the techniques mm-hmm. can definitely be done there um i don't know i hope so wouldn't mind it if it's not coming wouldn't mind it too much either currently um, it's not something I'm ex- actually missing. I think the best is 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 for the um, PC, for example, who runs a last generation of the game. Stadia, who runs the current version of the game, but there's not many people going around. Um, I think that would definitely help, but not an old gen. Then keep that separate because you don't want old gen versus new gen. But I don't think that's actually an option. Um, I do see the markets being pushed together. That's something I can definitely see happening. Even without crossplay, yes. Yeah. Why would that hurt anyone? Right? Mm-hmm. No, definitely, definitely. John Talking Foot says, "Question: What would you, at uh, John? Oh, that's me. Uh, is the biggest improvement this FIFA versus last year? And what would you like for 23? I'm going to ask you that question, Chris. For now, what is the biggest improvement this FIFA versus last year? I think it's gameplay. I think last year, um, I feel the game is more balanced this year." More formations are viable as well. Uh, so I think the gameplay is improving. I think there's been a bit of backlash, I think certainly last year and probably the year as well. Before that, there's been a bit of backlash and uh, I think it's maybe potential as well there's a bit of competition starting to put pressure on them. I think with the, the Pez thing, uh, yeah. it didn't quite work out that way, but I think that did put pressure on EA to produce a better game. So I'd say this is a better game. I would just like, and for 23 as well, I'd just like to see that constantly improve. Um, that's the thing I'd like to see. I think it's a ripple effect, isn't it? The problem is when they, they fix one glitch, then it seems to have a ripple effect on the rest of the game. So I, I understand it's probably difficult when they fix one glitch, that it becomes another one. But uh, that's it for me, yeah. Better game this year, I think, John. Um, I like most of the, this game better than last year, if I'm quite honest. Um, I do like the fact that they can live-tune it. There's been good, uh, uh, at least plenty of changes easy on the fly pack changes as well i think some of the communications around these changes are uh, have become much better as well i think it's a very balanced game so that much i quite like i do like the switch off of content although silvers is my style definitely enjoy them being there right um so generally speaking i really like that i like the introduction of two versus two a whole lot um if you would say what would i change for fifa 23 is go more into that two versus two place and if there's anything I would love them to implement is some sort of viable... Now I'm starting trying to offend people, which usually isn't what I'm trying to do, so I'm blaming all my English, uh, but a better version of Pro Clubs. Something similar, maybe even in, in foot, right? Um, combined squads or, I don't know. Um, but we've been coaching some Pro Clubs players, and if you have some really good players on that one, that is such a, such more such a fun mode to actually play. So I would love to have that. 
Well, I've seen that in Wimby's question as well. He was talking about uh, the competitive scene, about EA not doing enough to promote it. Uh, I feel that's probably something that's dropped by the wayside this year compared to previous years. Um, it doesn't seem to be in the token system. I don't like it because I keep forgetting. I've, I've done it twice now. And if you don't claim the token, you lose the token. So I'm a bit disappointed with that. I didn't get the first token and I only have to watch it because of, well, obvious reasons. Some of the players we coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think then the other questions was should EA do more to encourage more casual players to enter tournaments, and do EA do enough to promote the competitive scene? I barely even hear about events unless it's for the token. So um, I said before, right? I think the way um, FIFA esports is being promoted, the way FIFA esports is being over being held, is overcomplicated at times, and the transparency and the way to entry in there. Um, is sort of lacking. Um, mm. We know because we work with those guys daily, right? Um, but even we have to check sometimes. Like, how many points did we do need this this uh, season? Like, yeah, last season was twenty three seventy five. Yes, but how much do we need this year? Um, I don't think I've seen an email yet. Then we have to go online, look at a roster, see if there's something there. If there's not something there, then we might have someone who can tell us. If they don't tell us, then probably it means that the change that the last season uh, rules sort of last. But we're not really sure, so we want to make... Uh, if that's already so convoluted... Oh, hear me talk English here. Uh, for the organization that actually work in the scene, I can't imagine it being transparent for fans. And I think what really lacks this esports... Also something I've said before, and that's not, a, not necessarily an EA thing, but there's just no stories. There's no player stories being told. This guy mm-hmm. came from there, did this, oh, he had a rough time, and now he's going there. This is his arch rival, whatever. Go from it. Now he's at his local club and goes for There's no stories. So there's no way of rooting for someone, except if you know him or you're from the same country, for example. But else, mm-hmm. nobody really cares, and the only reason people are tuning in are actually for the tokens. I think I think you're right, John. I think the tokens are a big thing. But I'd gladly yeah. have a talk with them because I do have a whole book, like a literary book, I'll show you, with ideas about to make that more uh, interesting. <laughs> but I think I think as you say, and MD's on Twitch, you'll, you'll see John's book. You know, I think you're right. I think if they tell people's story, we'll get an interest in people. And I think as well as at least a minimum of three versus three, you're going to see a better game. Yeah, but that's for the two versus two already. Much better. Uh-huh. You know what's it's also what? much better? Nope. Our word from our sponsor. We will be right back after this. Today's show is brought to you by our friends from Manscaped.com. And if you don't remember Manscaped, they are the best with under the belt grooming for men. So they brought a new device, the Lawnmower 4.0, which is really nice, lightweight, perfectly able to do it to use under the shower very silent so no one's actually going to notice what's going on there and it keeps everything under the belt in tip top shape so go to manscape.com and use our special code FUT20 for 20% discount and free shipping so check out manscape.com use your code FUT20 FUT20 for 20% discount and free shipping Nathan says, are there any aspects of the game which you think make other games unable to compete in the short or mid-term except EA's financial power? Oh, 
Uh, our good friends over at uh, the FIFA Fanatics, it was good to hear Shaq on their latest episode. Um, ben is a, uh, if it never heard of it, he's an American, and uh, he was talking about basketball games. And slowly but surely the basketball EAs have lost out on the basketball games. So it's going to be a hard road for somebody to come in here and uh, take over from FIFA. You're right, the financial clout they have, the game itself is getting better and better. Um, I'm not quite sure what we'd want from a different game, John. I think it's hard to see how we can make it better. Because at the moment, I hear people complain, now there's too much content, there's not enough content, now there's too much. And I think this year, definitely EA seem to have um, stepped up their game. And I think that is primarily down to competition. Um, it'll be a hard road for somebody. They've got to have deep pockets and um, they're going to have a, a better job to actually improve on this game. Um, talking about what aspects there are for me, which makes other games unable to compete. If FIFA has too much competition, they just go free to play mm-hmm. with the same model in it, back in the season. Yeah. Pass and competition is done already. Um, so I don't see anyone being there. And I'm not an EA shield. I know people sometimes think so. But basically, you've got a, you've got a good model setting there and you've got a backup model, which might be even better, but by which you switch currently, right? So the moment it hits, you switch. Uh, when the heat gets turned on, you switch to the free-to-play. You're done. I think competition is mm-hmm. gone again. Um, I think also the teams are way bigger already, eh? so there's much more. There's a, they have a dedicated engine. They got an engine team to work on. They got great team, great great teams going in, right? Um, they got the marketing power. I don't like. I don't then see anyone competing with them. And I've said this before: if Pascal competed, definitely I think that the the games which goes into being reliable on NFTs, for example, I I don't see that happening. I, th- I think as well as we've got to be careful as, as other games come out, as I'm sure there'll be glitches in there. I'm almost positive that people will find a way to find a glitch in these games. It'd be almost nigh impossible, I think, to make a video game without a glitch. Yeah, um, and I mean, um, this week was the release of Elden Ring, which is a brilliant game, right? Mm-hmm. But that game um, has been worked on for a lot of time with a very experienced developer. And if you look at the performance on certain systems, it's still crap. Um, take that into consideration. If there's a new team with 20 men being on board with freshly engineers, there's no chance. I'm sorry. No. Um, I mean, I, I, an old game I used to play in the 80s called Double Dragon. I don't know if all our older listeners might remember. There was a move you could do, which was the back elbow, and you could actually complete the game on that. And that's all we used to do. You know, half an hour doing back elbows. So it's been glitched. You're still doing that, though, but nobody's seen that now. Yeah, but that's the thing is, you know, it's that's the thing. It's, it's glitches in games. I think if somebody has to produce a new game, they have to do it with glitches, and that's going to be exceptionally difficult. Yeah, I think so as well. Elf asks, if uh, I have a few Team of the Week packs, if, if I hold them and during, open them during the Team of the Season, will I be able to pack Team of the Season from them? Chris? No, I think it's Team of the, it's team of the Week packs. You'll get Team of the Week players, unfortunately. Yep, 100% so. And why is that? Because else everyone would save. No worries. Yeah. But th- it doesn't... The Team of the Week pack that you get from Weekend League is not... Is that is that related to that Team of the Week that week? Or you can keep them to one... A really good one comes out like this week, for instance. No, you can save them. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But it goes on until the... It goes from week one, for example, until the week you're opening it. So the right. longer you wait, surely there's a chance, but you, there's also a chance you pick up one. Okay. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I would I would wait until like weeks of this. Hey, you got Mbappe. I got a, there's the biggest chance you ever have had Mbappe. Just open him now, see if the, if you hit it. If you don't, uh, all right, at least you got some fodder in, right? So, yep. So Alf, when you pack the Mbappe, put it in the Discord in the Pack Pool channel. We're delighted to see it. Brilliant. Bring on that Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I got yeah. one more foot coaching announcement before we go. Awesome. All right. So we have gathered a lot of feedback over the past years, right? We've been doing that for four years now, four seasons of podcast, and I think four years of coaching with, of course, foot coaching. Um, one of the feedback was, hey, what differentiates foot coaching from foot and review? <laughs> I want to put it out there. Food and Review is the podcast. It has all about content. If it's not content related, we take that into food coaching. So gameplay, coaching, tactics, you name it. And of course, we add value to the podcast by bringing in that food coaching content. But that's why food coaching doesn't make reviews about players. And that is why uh, you won't find tactics on any of our socials from Food and Review. That's it. Basically, that's it. And instead of making them at different channels, we host the, gen- the podcast on the Foot Coaching channel. So that's one. The second thing was like, hey, uh, is coaching really worth it? Or, hey, I'm sort of lacking money at the moment, which is perfectly natural and fine. Uh, or I am doubtful if I would pay for a coaching session or why would people pay for coaching sessions? And um, I think it can be much more cheaper, stuff like that. Um then we have a lot of people who sent in who we are very happy to have as fans and who sent us a message like, can you maybe check for two minutes in our gameplay for doing this correctly? Um, and although I would love to do that, I mean, Chris, sometimes you'll send me a message, hey, can you have a quick look, right? I would mm-hmm. love to do that and I really want to do that. There's just days where I just, we, the, the team at Foot Coaching is just unable to even uh, have time for looking at a film, uh, another video. But also mm-hmm. do so much coaching or so much video analysis that if they would watch more videos, they would actually dream about FIFA, I think. Mm-hmm. So we figured something out for that. Um, we uh, uh, have invented the uh, Foot Coaching Masterclass series. So this is the official announcement for that. From March 17th, Thursday, March 17th forwards, we will be hosting a Masterclass series. That means every single week we will be hosting a, I call it a webinar or a private live stream. I think that's a more up-to-date na- uh, name for that, um, where we will discuss certain topics. Not only me, it's going to be Aaron, of course. We're going to get Ryan in. Uh, in um, just the team of foot coaching will host those, uh, those masterclass series. Those will have a whopping entry level of five euros or five pounds. I think it's five euros, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. So for five pound, five euros, you can join, right? If you are a foot in reviews Patreon supporter in the month of March, you can join for free. So as a part of your Patreonage, you can just subscribe, enter. Doesn't cost you a thing, and you can join it. What do we do in those masterclasses? Mm, let's say we have about ninety minutes where we do a couple of things. The first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna Take one of the, co- the, the people attending. Everyone can send in, uh, a link to uh, one of the matches they played. We're going to take one randomly, and we're going to have that analysis live in that masterclass. So you might have a chance of almost, a f- well, well, it's five euros or free if you're a Patreon supporter, a free coaching session 
by just sending in your link. So that's cool, right? And everyone can learn from that. So if there's 50 people attending, 50 people can learn from the match you send in. And you get a free coaching session, so to speak. The other thing we're going to do is we're going to uh, teach you certain topics. So how to play underneath pressure, for example. Something we heard a lot. Hey, people put AI pressure on and we can't really deal with this. Can you help us? Yes, we will. So what we'll do for each masterclass, we will appoint a captain. So one of our big supporters from the Patreon supporters or one of our biggest fans, we will be appointing a captain. And the captain can give us one extra topic to discuss. We'll prepare those masterclasses and starting Thursday, March 17th, y'all invited to join us and, well, discuss with a like-minded community, a positive community, um, and it allows us to help everyone in the same time um, for a really low entry fee, if I do say so myself. And if you're a supporter, again, if you're a Patreon supporter in the month of March, still, you will be invited and you can join for free. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, a, I think it's a really cool idea. Not that I only made it myself, of course. Uh, the whole team came up with it. And I think it allows us to help more people. It allows us to take deep dives with the community, but it will also strengthen our bond with the community because then we can actually help everyone always in the community. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds amazing, John. Can I just quickly check then? If people were to join the Discord, to hear this podcast and they join the Discord, they will get access for free for the first one. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So, guys, it's, it's almost the same price. I think it's a buck a week to join the Discord. Why don't you join the Discord and you'll get access as well to the Discord and also the Masterclass. Um, having been someone who's uh, paid for foot coaching, I can fully um, recommend it. John Disney twist my arm or that. We're in two different countries. You need exceptionally <laughs> long arms to catch me. Um, but no, it's definitely worth it. And I think, you know, having you guys teach us as well, you know, the pressure thing, it is a nightmare. If we're, you know, doing something like that, it's well worth the five euros to learn how to play past that sort of pressure. And uh, I'll definitely will be joining. Brilliant. Brilliant. So looking forward to that. March 17, take a, take a look at footcoaching.com. Uh, this week, the link will be live t- for your subscriptions. But if you go to patreon.com forward slash foot in review, join the podcast community and foot coaching will toss you an invite for supporting the podcast as well. There's that. I got no other things to discuss, Chris. So if you don't have anything left, then I want to ask you, where can people find you? You'll find me on the wonderful Discord, uh, which has even got now even better with the masterclasses. Um, there's loads going on there, loads of great advice. Um, great fun to see people's pack pools. There's always people chatting away about anything at all. Uh, guys are there to help. And you'll get me on Twitter under Foot and Review Teddy Bear. Brilliant stuff. Remember, you can follow the podcast on all socials at Food and Review. You can follow Food Coaching, a little bit of self-promotion, of course, at Food Coaching on all channels. If you go to youtube.com forward slash Food Coaching, of course, there's new tactics there, Chris. A new 352 formation to start countering those nasty, narrow formations already. The video is live. It was already live for the Food and Review Patreons. It's now live for everyone. So go there, check it out. And if you're listening to this podcast and watching the VOD, then if you're listening on Apple uh, Podcast or on Spotify, give us a five-star review. Take 10 seconds of your time. Support us, not financially, but by willing us into existence into the other people's podcast feeds. That's all for me. I want to thank you all for listening. Keep staying cool, playing with silvers. I've all see you next Friday with Ingve, of course. But for now, Chris, it is time for me to drop it. Drop it.
Houston.